Hey, if you speak the truth, you ain't gotta argue the truth. Cause God don't really need a military. Microphone check 212. Freestyle in this thing, what we gon' do? A 1212. Microphone check, baby, what we gon' do? I'm back on it. Hey, you can listen to us in the back, homie. While you boy driving you up in a car When you go shopping at that new mall Walking the boulevard with your dogs And them. And if you got opinion, please just call it in uh, I'm here for you, it's can I listen And it's my road of message, but I gotta listen Before I speak, yeah, you gotta listen Before I leak, you can feel it dripping Ay, And then the rain hits your soul That's your heart, that's the soil Yeah, let it go Then the sun comes out, all of a sudden you grow That's what we doing here, putting the light on the dark situation But if you a star in a dark situation Just keep on twinkling Cause guess what? Can't nobody out twinkle you Cause can't nobody out twinkle you <laughs> Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Can I Listen? And I am introducing and world premiering for the first time ever the segment called Can We Eat? Can We Eat? And pretty much all it is is this. Um, if you are beginning to read the Bible more or you want to understand, like somebody gave you a Bible out of nowhere and was like, yo, man, you got to get the word of God if you want to, you know, get out of your situation. But you don't know where to start at. You don't know where to start at. You don't know where to begin because I was in that position. I had somebody give me a Bible when I was in Japan. I was stationed out there. Very good brother. You know what I'm saying? Michael Byram shout out to him. What up, doc? Um, <laughs> love that dude, man. But What happens is he gave me the Bible. I had the Bible, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to read. And I didn't ask him that question either. You know what I mean? And it just began. It just began. And it, and and what everybody tells you is, is like, oh, man, just just open up the book, man, and read there and and, and, and let God speak to you. And I'm not going to even lie. That does work. But the thing is, is when we we can't stay kids forever. We can't stay children uh Um, no, nah, I wouldn't say children because we're always going to be God's child. But what I mean is, is we have to grow eventually, right? Um, some things that you used to do with your, your, your wife or your kids, you can't do with them no more, right? You can't eat ice cream with your kid when they're 17. They don't want to go eat ice cream. They, they want to get a steak, something, a steak, or they want to hang out with their friend. They don't even want to hang out with you no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, we just cannot do the same thing and expect to get the results that we want to get. So that's why I'm here, and that's what this segment is about. So without further ado, let's get into it. So one of the things that I found in my my research and my experiences and in, in my my time just reading the Bible period is it's a not it's not about trying to read as much as possible. Yes, it is good to know what happens throughout the course of the Bible, but the most important things are the principles that these people are practicing. Which brings me to this conclusion. Whenever you're going to start reading the Bible for the first time ever, start in Proverbs. And why you might ask, why do I start in Proverbs? Because Proverbs is literally, literally the table of contents for the whole Bible. Every man and God and every woman, every man of God and every woman of God 
exercise the principles and precepts that are in Proverbs. And one of the ones that I'm going to share with you today is this one that I say a lot. Um, I don't know if you've heard the, the past episodes, but I say this, this particular scripture a lot. And it is in Proverbs, it's chapter one, right? And it's verse seven. Proverbs chapter one is verse seven. It says that... The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So those who fear the Lord receive knowledge. So God communicates to them, right? And then also those who fear the Lord don't despise wisdom. They like wisdom. They, they, they thrive on instruction from the Lord. And what, what, what I want to show you guys is a, a quick principle is when you reverence God, then he communicates with you. He gives you knowledge, right? He gives you wisdom and he gives you instruction. Perfect example. When you read about Noah, God looked upon the earth. He seen Noah and Noah had reverence for him. You might wonder, like, why in the world did God pick some of the men and the women in, in, in the Bible that he chose to do this or do that, right? It was very simple. Is those people had reverence for him, right? They respect him. They trusted him. So because they, they respected him, he communicated with him, and, and they trusted the information that he gave them, and they put it to use. Noah could have easily got the instructions on how to create the ark and be like, you know what? I know a better way. You know what I'm saying? He could have easily did that. You know what I'm saying? Easily did that. But that was not the choice that he made, right? Because he, res he respected the Lord. The Lord gave him information and he received wisdom and instruction on how to build an ark, which ultimately saved his family life and all animal kind, the animal kingdom, right? that God chose for him to put on the boat. So the same principle was practiced with Jesus. The same principle was practiced with David. You know, God spoke to them because they respected him. All right. So like, if you really want to understand the details that is going on, um, when reading the Bible, the best place to start off is Proverbs because it's very simple. It's one line here, it's another line there, and it's very simple. It's really broken down, and you get a lot of good wisdom um, before reading anything else. And then what happens is, is because it's the table of contents, you'll see um, some of the principles and, and, and precepts that were being exercised in Proverbs that they're doing in the Gospels and that they're doing in, in Kings and in Genesis and all these other places. You feel me? So that's why it's very, very valuable to know and understand and to read Proverbs because you get that wisdom and you get to see what they're doing. Now, the next place that I would say to start reading is the Gospels. The Gospels is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, including Acts. And the only reason I'm telling you that Acts is a part of the Gospels is because Luke wrote it. A lot of people just say 
They just say from Matthew to John, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. No, no. Luke wrote Acts, so Acts can be considered as part of the Gospels. Now, this is not granted, quote-unquote, sanctioned by some kind of curriculum and some other stuff. I'm just telling you the real, what, what it is, because what happens is you see what Jesus did. He taught people how to do it, and in Acts, they acted that out. They actually did it. They did the things that Jesus did when he was here. So it's good to be able to see those things. And, and, and why, why is that important, right? When you're a kid and your mom's holding you and she laughs, you learn how to laugh. When you're a kid and you're an infant and you're crawling and, and, and trying to learn how to walk, you watch people walk and then you just start walking, right? So when it comes to uh, seeing examples of something being done and that's something that you aspire to do, then what happens is it's possible because you're reading about it and you visualize it in your head as you're reading. So now what happens is, is you are capable of doing the same thing that Jesus did and the same thing that Paul did and the same thing that Peter did, right? It makes you, it enables you to be able to do it because it's something that you don't see in this world, but you can see it in the context of the, in the confinements of that Bible. You know what I'm saying? In the living word of God, you can see that. Now, the other thing that I want to tell you, the reason why it's very imperative that we read the Gospels is to know our Savior and to know what he did. If somebody saved your life and you don't remember what happened and then, and then like a friend of yours be like, hey, that's the dude that saved your life, you would want to know about this person. You, you probably want to take them out to eat. You want to thank them. You want to, you know what I'm saying, pay homage. You want to do all kinds of stuff, right? Same thing with Jesus. Same thing with Jesus. You know, he paid a price that we couldn't pay. Our debts were too great because they stem not just from what we do wrong. It stems all the way back to Adam when, when at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? From what he did and it got passed on and it just got worse. It was a snowball effect. And he took the price of all of that from where we are now all the way to that. And then tomorrow he took it from that day all the way back to Adam. That's the price that he paid. So the reason why that is very, very big and huge is you want to know who saved your life, right? So to understand him more and to know him more and to see what he did, because he says that we can do the same thing that he did and greater, check him out. You know what I'm saying? Pull up on him for your reading pleasures when you're on the toilet, when you're waiting, you're waiting in line. Instead of, instead of looking at Instagram, go, go check him out. See, see, see who saved your life. You know what I'm saying? And then, all right, so now next, the next thing that I would tell you to read in the Bible. So first we started off with Proverbs, then we went to the Gospels. Now we're going to go to Romans. And the reason why I'm saying Romans in the epistles because it breaks everything down that Jesus did. Also, it connects the Old Testament to the New Testament, and it tells you why God said that he was going to do these things, and then also it gives you why he did all of the things that he did. And the ultimate thing in life is to always understand, and this goes back to Proverbs. In Proverbs 2, it says, seek understanding, incline your ear and your heart to understanding, and then you will understand the reverence of God. 
And while I'm telling you Romans last and not not first and not and I'm telling you Romans last and not second is because when you know the principles that Jesus exercised and then you see him exercise those principles and then what happens is it tells you all of the details and, and of, of what he did and why he did it in Romans right and what God did with Jesus so we can have a better understanding then what happens is if you go back into the Gospels again, you will understand even more. And this is something that I highly recommend that you do. Not something that you have to, but this is just a guide to help you accelerate your growth so you don't be stuck. You know, not, not be stuck, so you're not stuck. You know, because sometimes we get in these places and these funks as Christians and also just in our lives and we want to know what a Christian is or, you know, if you just, if you're curious to who God is and who Jesus is, like we, we don't know. And because we don't know, a lot of times we don't have anyone guiding us. So this is an episode that is predicating on guiding you on what to read in the Bible and the order to read it in because God is a God of order. He's a God of order. Right? He's a God of order. He created the light in, in the day before he, cre he, he did the stuff in the earth, right? And land and water. You know, and then he did something else, and then he did something else, but he did it in order. He didn't just go, you know what, let me make the land. He made the sun and the stars, and he had night and day. So then what happens is when he creates the land, now the light can hit the land and everything grows. It's a good setup. You got to do one thing before you do another. You know, we don't we, <laughs> we we don't go to our cars and press the gas and then turn the key. Right? We hit the brakes and then we turn the key cuz if we turn the key without hitting the brakes the car doesn't start. You get what I'm saying? So, hey man, I hope that this was no. You know what my hope is is that this made sense so you can have change created inside of you internally so you can see things outside of you totally different. Totally different. Every day is a good day. We just got to see what's good in it. Holla at your boy. I'll see y'all next week. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Baby. Yo, what's happening? This is your man, Monroe the Message. This is Can I Listen? Yes, you can!